eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task. One with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode with me. So today's topic is a little bit heavy, and I'm just going to come out and get kind of vulnerable with you guys and be open about something that is very stigmatized in our society, but something that so many mothers out there face. So in the United States alone, about 70 to 80% of women will experience at minimum the baby blues after having a baby and about 10 to 20% at least of moms report having clinical postpartum depression. There was actually a recent study that found that one in seven women may experience postpartum depression sometime after the year of giving birth. So there's about 4 million live births that occur in the U.S. and like each year. So that equates to about 600,000 women out here suffering with postpartum depression. And honestly, most of the people that I hang out with that are moms have experienced postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety at the minimum. So this is so common. So today I want to talk about kind of my story with postpartum depression and anxiety and kind of just trying to help end the stigma and help anybody that is listening that has went through or currently is going through something similar. I think for me, the biggest thing with postpartum depression was not being able to identify it or really like realize what it was. And I know like they made us do a class before we left the hospital about the baby blues and, you know, about how, oh, you need to get help if you start getting really bad. But honestly, I feel like that terrified me more thinking about having to go to the doctor and get actual clinical help just because I was like sad or didn't feel like myself. So I brushed it off for a really long time, especially just with the stigma that's in our society about depression and, you know, mental health issues in general. I feel like people get scrutinized so much when they stand up and try to seek help. And for me, at least, that was a huge contributing factor to, I think, why my postpartum depression and anxiety got as bad as they did. Because for me, it wasn't the feelings itself that really got to me. I think it was more the feeling of, I can can identify all of these feelings that I'm having. Like, they don't make sense and they suck. But the thing that was the most terrifying part about it was feeling like I was crazy and feeling like I was alone. And just in general not knowing or understanding what the fuck was going on inside my brain. So just for a summarized version, because I I don't want to give you guys the long, drawn-out, detailed, but I've suffered from postpartum depression and anxiety with more so my two first children. With my first, it got 
kind of bad and I was really isolated. I didn't have many friends where I lived when I had my first baby. Um, And luckily my family only lived like five or six hours away. So we were able to go visit them quite a bit. And I feel like that's really what kept my head above water. But my husband was working really long hours. I didn't know how to be a mom. I had a very like high needs baby that was breastfed. So he was attached to me 24 seven. So it was just me and my firstborn like at home 24 seven with nobody else pretty much. Um, and it really just got to me, both the depression and anxiety. We didn't really leave the house a lot and I never, never left him. I think the first time that I left him with my husband even was when I was five months old or when he was five months old. And I went to this like girls night where we went and got appetizers somewhere and then we were supposed to go get a couple drinks, but I literally like my anxiety was so bad at that point that I had a panic attack driving to the restaurant like I got there and I was in tears and it was just an awful experience and that really like sums up pretty much my whole like the baby phase with my son it was just constant postpartum anxiety um and the same thing happened with my daughter um in terms of the anxiety part like a lot of intrusive thoughts a lot of just really negative feelings, being terrified to leave her anywhere, being terrified to leave the house in general, being terrified for my husband to leave the house. Like it really just heightened fear so much, which it biologically, it makes sense. Like, you know, which at the time I didn't realize, but when you have a new baby, biology wants you to be scared. That way you over assess every situation and you do what is safest for your baby. Um, and now like after researching it more, it makes so much sense to me and it makes me feel not crazy, (laughs) but in, at the time, especially with, again, with my first, not like realizing how normal it was, it was absolutely horrible. And then besides just the anxiety, postpartum depression was something that I also struggled with pretty heavily. And for me, it wasn't like a constant thing. Like for the first week or two, my hormones were all over the place and then it felt good for a while, you know, like it felt fine. And for some reason, every time around three months postpartum is when it hit me the hardest. Like it wasn't, you know, months of being depressed. It was like a few short days of me being so depressed that I had started having like suicidal thoughts and suicidal ideations. And both times, luckily, like my parents are my freaking rock and my sister and, you know, my poor husband had no idea what was going on either because, of course, they're not taught absolutely anything about postpartum depression. But, um, again, luckily I have, like, a really good support system. And those people are who got me through those times. And I really, like, don't even think that they understand how much they helped me in those, like, moments. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm getting, like, choked up. Ooh, okay. Um, had to pause and collect myself a little bit. But anyway, there was like two separate days where I don't know what it was, but like for probably one to two days, my depression would just escalate so freaking far. And then there would be this culminating event where like I could have taken my life and something inside me would not let me. And then luckily, like my parents would pull me out. I ended up telling my husband about what happened and he helped me get help like from my family. I don't know why I never sought out a therapist. Like if you're ever in that situation, please call whoever you need to call to get help. 
Um, I'll share resources at the end of the episode where, you know, if you are struggling with this, you can call or text or get help. So I'll share those numbers at the end. But anyway, you know, it got like really bad. And for some reason, it was always that big culminating event. And then, you know, I would feel fine after like the postpartum depression would kind of fizzle out. Thank God. Um, But both times for my first two kids, it happened at around the same time, about like three months postpartum. And so the second time around, I kind of knew what to expect. Like when the two days of nonstop depressive episode happened, I was like, okay, you know, (laughs) I know what's about to happen. And I straight up told my husband, like, I don't want to be alive anymore. And luckily he called my mom, he called my dad, like really worried about me so they could kind of call call me and help talk me off the ledge. Um, but yeah, it got like pretty bad. So I'm not a mental health expert by any means, but I do have some like personal experience with postpartum depression. So that's kind of my story. Now, luckily with my third baby, I really have not had severe postpartum anxiety or depression. I don't know what it is. I don't know why not. I think really a big part of it now is just knowing what to expect, knowing what is normal and trying to like cope with those feelings and the hormones as best I can. But knock on wood, my baby's like four and a half months old and we have not had that moment yet. And I also have not had as bad of intrusive thoughts. So yeah, I feel really lucky about that. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much my story with postpartum depression and anxiety. I still haven't really like I never got therapy. I never went through therapy for those issues because I don't know, like I definitely should have. But by the time it was over with, like after each episode, I felt fine. And then I never had those kind of thoughts again, if that makes sense. So um, if it happens this time around, I know exactly who I'm calling. I know how to get my therapy appointment set up, but luckily I haven't really like escalated to that point yet. So yeah, hopefully that is the end of my very personal experience with postpartum depression. Um, I feel like the anxiety kind of lingers at least a little bit for me. Like it's not as bad as it was with my first two now with this baby, but there's still a little bit of anxiety. Like I feel like a normal level with him. Um, so luckily I I hope I'm out of the woods with all of that. So with all of that being said, I think the biggest thing that I learned from my struggle with, with postpartum depression and anxiety is that suffering in silence is not okay. Like if you can talk to your spouse about it, talk to a trusted person, whether it's one of your parents or a sibling, or just reach out and call a provider, especially with COVID right now telehealth appointments like Zoom therapy calls are really, really easy and they're really easy to access. There are so many different ways that you can get help and get support through postpartum depression and just knowing how to kind of communicate and especially like if you're listening to this right now and you're pregnant, like you haven't experienced postpartum depression or anxiety, but you are worried about it, just try to prepare for it. Like maybe have a talk with your spouse and be like, hey, I might get this, these feelings if I come with you saying that, you know, my mental health is bad. Let's make a plan for what we're going to do. Or even like having a plan set up for possible medication or a therapist that you can go talk to, something like that. I know it can be really scary to get help, especially because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how like your provider will react to it. And just in general, like the stigma around 
depression at all, like let alone postpartum depression, is terrifying. And I definitely know that. But if you're listening to this and you're struggling with postpartum depression, just know that you are worth taking care of yourself. Like your mental health does matter. And I know that when you're sitting there holding that baby and doing every single thing in the world for that baby, like, you know, if you have postpartum depression, like it's hard to even take a shower or brush your teeth or wash all your hair and get the tangles out and stuff like that. So I definitely know that like calling and talking to someone about your mental health seems like the last thing that should be on your priority list. You know, like the baby comes first and I understand that completely, but just know that you it, you need to get help again, whether it's from, you know, someone professional or your spouse or your friends or family, you need support to lean on and help get you through this time. And one thing that really, really, really helped me, like if you're listening to this and you've ever felt like you don't deserve your kids or you're like a worthless mom because of your depression or anything like that, the one quote that got me through those times is, your kids don't need a happy mom. They just need their mom. It's okay if you have moments when you're sad and when you're not all yourself, like you are here and that's what matters for them. And it doesn't matter if you're perfect or if you make mistakes, like that's okay because we literally all make mistakes, but there is no one on earth that would be a better mother to your kids than you, especially you when you are at your best and when you're taking care of yourself and taking care of your mental health. So just know that, you know, you are more than your lowest points and you are more than your mind is probably telling you that you are. So know that you are worthy of everything good and especially you are worthy of taking care of your mental health and getting help for your postpartum depression. So the next thing that really helped me with at least with this third baby like I'm not gonna pretend like I know exactly why I didn't get postpartum depression as bad this time around um but I really think that part of it is just realizing how freaking normal the feelings are like when those waves of hormones and huge emotions get to you just knowing like hey most women out there will experience this after having a baby. Like it doesn't make you a bad mom. It doesn't make you like a bad person to be feeling depressed when you should be happy because you have this sweet, tiny little thing. Like it's normal to feel sad and overwhelmed and off-centered and honestly like like you are the shell of a person. Like all of those feelings are so normal after having a baby. And, and especially like even feelings of anxiety and like the fear like all like to an extent all of that is normal so just know that you are not alone and that millions of other women experience the same thing that you are and there's like thousands of women sitting in your shoes like right now if you're listening to this and you're in not in a great spot and you are really struggling with like postpartum depression and anxiety know that there are thousands and thousands of other women sitting exactly where you are with you right now another thing that really helps me is having good support people like my sister and I have really open dialogue about our mental health and both of us have talked about like depression and suicide and stuff and I straight up told my sister I was like Three months after I had this baby, I'm going to need you to check in on me because that's usually when 
I want to like, you know, jump off a cliff. So if you could just send me messages, make like checking in, I would really appreciate it in case I'm like so out of my head. I've also started open dialogue with like my friends and my parents and my husband, pretty much everybody in my life like knew, hey, I am having a baby. So expect shit to get crazy. And if I tell you that I'm not doing good, like please just constantly like check in on me and, you know, ask me about my mental health. That way, if I am worse than I think I am, it might like set something off in my brain and make me realize, oh yeah, they're right. Like I'm not doing okay. So definitely getting good support people around you. And I know that's not like easy for everybody. Not everybody has family close by. Not everybody has good friends. So if you don't, that I feel like that's when it's very, very important to like find something, find a new mom support group, or even just like setting something up with your therapist. That way you have somebody to talk your feelings and emotions and all of this stuff with. But just having someone there that can support you through all of this is so, so important. And then as small as this might sound, another thing that I feel like has really helped me this time around is instead of like sitting there, because especially when you breastfeed or really when you have a new baby at all, you spend so much time like sitting down and holding the baby. At least I do. Like I exclusively breastfeed. So, so much of my day has to be like sitting down and nursing my baby. And then I also hold him for most of his naps. So for me, that was like a big struggle at first because I was just, I would just sit there and be like, okay, like what do I do? But something that's really helped me is to kind of get out of my head. So instead of sitting there and thinking like about all the chores I had to do around the house, about all the things on my to-do list, and stressing about the fact that I'm just sitting here holding the baby, I would do things like listen to audiobooks, um, you know, put on music and have dance parties with my kids, or even like stepping outside, like sitting on the porch and holding my baby and breathing fresh air. I'll sometimes feel so much better than like sitting inside on the couch. So really anything that you can do, if you're kind of feeling yourself get into a slump of postpartum depression, just try to get out of your head and do something that will bring you joy. My absolute favorite thing right now, like I said, the, I think the first thing is to listen to audiobooks. If you go and you have like an iPhone or an Android or something, you can get the Audible app. And if you are signing up, like if you're new signing up to Audible, you get a free credit. So you can literally like listen to a free audiobook. And for me, that's like, that has been my new obsession. I've like reignited the love for reading that I had in middle school and it makes my heart so happy. Like, so that's one thing that I feel like has just really helped me. It's helped me like immerse myself into another world, but still being able to be present with my kids, if that makes sense. Like instead of letting the back of my mind get caught up in the negative thoughts, I'm like thinking about, you know, my awesome fantasy worlds that I'm reading about. So that's something that's really helped me too. So in general, if you are struggling with postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, any like issues relating to that, just know that you are not alone and you are so loved and valued. Your baby is so freaking lucky to have you as their mom and they picked you, their soul picked you for a reason. You 100% can handle this even if you feel so overwhelmed and so alone and like you're in over your head like you can do all of the hard things and 
again, you are 100% also worth taking care of yourself and getting help if you need it. Even if that does mean like if you're really bad in the fix of it with postpartum depression, even if that means like, you know, going and getting a consultation set up for psychology appointments or, you know, telehealth therapy or even like getting admitted if you need to, like if it gets that bad because your child being without you for a few days or a week or two is so much better than things escalating and your child losing you forever. So do literally whatever you have to do to be the best version of yourself. And when you're the best version of yourself, you are acknowledging these mental health struggles and getting help for them. So even if it's just reaching out to a family member or setting up an appointment with your doctor or even bringing it up at your like six week postpartum checkup, do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself and make sure that you are okay. And again, I don't know if I already said this in the summary, but just know that you are not alone. So many women are right there alongside you. So know how normal it is to have these feelings and it doesn't make you any less of a mom and it doesn't make you any less capable, any less loving. You are still an amazing freaking mom and your kids are so lucky to have you. So lastly, if you need to get help or even if you just want someone to talk to about this, you can text or call the number 1-800-944-4773. Like literally just send them a text saying, hey, I'm struggling and someone will text you back. They will talk to you. They'll listen. They'll answer any questions that you have, even just like offering encouragement, telling you you're doing a good job and they can connect you with resources that, you know, they'll, you can tell them if you're looking for therapy or, you know, telehealth appointments, whatever it is, and they can help connect you with any help that you might need. So please, if you're struggling and you're in a bad spot right now, don't ignore that. Like you need to take care of yourself. So once again, text the number or call 1-800-944-4773. I'll also link the number in their website and show notes. It's called Help for Moms and it's from the Postpartum Support International. They are amazing. And again, like literally you just send them a text. It takes like two seconds and they can help you even if you don't feel like it's a big deal or you feel almost selfish for seeking help for yourself, if that makes sense, like just send them a text, give them a call, whatever you need to do to get some support for yourself because mom, you deserve it. You are amazing and you deserve to be on this planet and at your absolute best mental health wise for your children. So that about wraps it up. I know this was kind of heavy, not anything related to eco-friendly living, but in my opinion, like unrooting yourself and being an unrooted mom means unrooting yourself from the societal norms of everything. And one of those, including like, you know, the stigma around mental health and postpartum depression. So you go and unroot yourself, girl, you, you know, get the help that you need and just know that you're not alone. And me, I'm sending you such big hugs and so much freaking love. You are amazing and you got this. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time.